Welcome back to Make Money Behave. If you are just tuning in for the first time, this is not a good one <laughs> to start on. Uh, I encourage you to, you know, go back a little bit and figure out a little bit what's going on, like what this show is normally about. But if you have tuned in before and you know what this show is normally about and you did not listen to episode 102, please go back and listen to that. There is uh, just, uh, I set the stage for what I'm doing right now. And um, this is going to be a series of moving things, lessons that I've learned while moving. And some of them are pretty cool. In fact, I have so many of them that I'm like, where do I start? Like, which one is the best one to throw out there as the first one? And I stop myself and go, you know what? You're overthinking this again. They don't care about all of that. They just want to know what the lessons are. And so I bring these to you, these short, sweet lessons in no particular order. And with no notes or really any sort of semblance of organization at how this is going to go. Because that's really how I've run this entire podcast, right? Uh, Okay, so I'm just going to start spitting them out there for you. They're only going to be a few minutes long. And hopefully you'll send me some feedback on the ones that really resonate with you. That's it. That's all I'm asking for during this particular series. So let's jump in. I mentioned in episode 102 that we've moved, that everything has been completely shifted, uh, and even that we didn't know whether or not the house... Uh, that we were selling was going to fund before we were able to buy this home. Now, I have not mentioned to you, not that I'm aware of, that we spent more on the new home than I was ever comfortable with before. Now, I'm sharing that with you on a Make Money Behave podcast. I may lose listeners because because you, you have an idea of what you think we do, and what you think make money behave means. And so maybe that's why you've been tuning in and maybe hearing the things like we spent more money on a house than we were comfortable with. Maybe that makes you go, oh yeah, she's got zero credibility. So I'm going to stop listening. I'd encourage you not to, but I, I want you to understand where I'm coming from with some of this. And so I'm just going to be fully transparent with you on, um, on this whole process. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to share a number with you, not because I'm worried about what you'll think about the number, but because it doesn't matter. Um, If you were listening to this in one location of the country or the world and you hear whatever number I say, either it's all relative, right? So either you're going to think, oh my gosh, that's a ton of money, or you're going to think, what's the big deal? Like, why would you not be comfortable with that? Because where we live kind of determines what the actual housing market looks like and that kind of thing. So again, I'm not going to share actual numbers with you because it doesn't matter. But what does matter is the thought process and the emotion behind all of this on how it worked. So I will again say, when we signed up to buy this house, it was with it was with a little bit of trepidation. It was definitely with a little bit of um, just increased risk and... I was slowly allowing myself to be a little bit more tolerant to that risk. So that's another lesson I'll talk about at a different time. But I just want you to know the amount of money that we're spending is a little more than I was comfortable with. That's setting the stage for the question that my dad asked me when we were in the process of this whole move thing. Now remember, we're in the middle right now. So if you're listening to this at the time of recording then you'll know this already. But if for any any reason you are, it's like, let's say it's 2022 and you're finding this podcast for the first time, I just want you to understand that I recorded this in 
April of 2020, when we were in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, this coronavirus thing that people will talk about forever and ever, I'm sure of it. And, and so there was just so much uncertainty, so much that was unknown. And one of the things that my dad looked at me and he said was, if you had known then, meaning like six months ago when we signed up for the house or eight months ago, if you had known then what you know now, would you still have bought that house? And what he was getting at was the risk of all of that. Like we, at you know, two weeks ago when he asked the question, we weren't sure if we were going to have a, just a major shutdown of everything. We still don't know what the heck is going to happen. Like right now, we we don't know. But at the time, not only did we not know what was going to happen, we were trying to figure out how we were going to move ourselves from one location to another and you know, whether or not it was going to fund and dot, 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 you know, and now we have this large mortgage that we weren't sure we were going to be okay with. And what happens if the entire economy collapses, which by the way, it is collapsing right now. And so all of that negativity was swirling around. And he said, if you had known then what you know now, would you have still done it? And I could honestly say to him, yeah, yes, I would. And I'm really grateful that we did what we did when we did it. And here's the lesson that I want you to hear from this. If we had known then what we know now, we might have been making a decision in fear. And that is no place to make a decision. Do not make your money decisions in fear. Because that just brings on that scarcity mentality that we talked about before. If we had known eight months ago that millions of Americans would be losing their jobs and that, you know, any at any time we could have been one of them. Um, if the if we had known that the economy was going to go from just booming to shut down, literally shut down in an overnight scenario, would we have purchased a home with a mortgage the size that we did? The answer is, you know, I want to say, I want to say, yes, we would have. I don't know. I don't know if we would have, but I'm really glad that we did because again, we would have been operating in fear and in scarcity. And that's something I'm really wanting to, to not just break free from myself, but help my clients break free from as well. That there is abundance out there. And, you know, if you are forced to do something, if you if you have your mind set on something, you will make it happen. And so I just said, I'm really grateful, not regretful. And that's the lesson I want to hear. I want you to hear that. To be grateful, not regretful for the decisions that you made with the information that you had. I'm grateful that we made that decision because I might not have gone and done that. And I might not have lived out the dream that we had of getting this different home and bringing our kids to a different location, putting them into a different school district, having a nicer yard that we could let them play around with, all in, not with, um, all of these things that we've wanted to do and, and maybe have put off for a long time. And I might have put it off even longer had I known but I'm really grateful that that's not what we did. We moved forward and now we can look back, not be regretful. And you know what? If my husband loses his job, we will get through that. We will find a way to make this work. So again, 
I'm grateful, not regretful for the decisions that we made in abundance mindset, not in scarcity. That's it for right now. See you on the next lesson. Bye-bye.